Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hello and welcome to Gaze on Film. This podcast is where we, a pair of gays, talk about what we're watching. I'm Ned. And I'm Declan. And before we get into this episode, I just wanted to apologise to you, dear listeners, for our lateness in joining you this week. <laughs> it's been one of those where everything just seems to happen all at once. But anyway, um, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the 30th MCU film. It's Black Panther. Wakanda forever. That would be a rewatch now if someone was like wanting to watch them from the start, wouldn't it? Thirty films. I know. And how many have TV come out shows. since I did mine? I think you probably watched about twenty four, twenty five, maybe. I was I was mid rewatch when uh Black Widow came out. I remember oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So however many since then oh. is the answer. Uh, remember, listeners, there's going to be plenty of spoilers in this one, um, so take that as a warning and proceed with caution. Uh, but before all that, Declan, yes. I would love to know what you have been up to this week. Okay, so I watched the finale of The Walking Dead, which I've mentioned I can never watch when you're around because you're oh, scared of zombies. That noise from that night where you put it on when I was sleeping still isn't yeah, it? Yeah. The, it's yeah. still in your brain. Yeah. Um, like it. it was actually quite... A lot of people are saying it was disappointing. I quite enjoyed it, but I did get... the are doing a few spin-offs and it did feel like it was more of an episode to set up the spin-offs, not them ending a show that has been going on for... 11 seasons, 12 oh, so years. it wasn't really like... Like, there was a conclusion, but right. it still was like, oh, but this is all still to come. Um, but, like, I'm more than excited to see what happens um, with the few right. stories they're doing moving forward. Mm-hmm. I watched a loads of... You know, Disney, like, released loads of these animated series, but they're only, like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes episodes. No. They've done a few now. So I watched... When you were away at the weekend, I watched Tales of the Jedi, which was six episodes, and the episode either covered Count Dooku or... That's not what they've done with Ghibli. I mean, that was like three minutes of just Yoda spinning around. That's Um, cute. It was cute. Baby Yoda, yeah. Um, So I watched that, which which covers, as I say, Count Dooku or Ahsoka each episode. And some of them tied into like the main 
Skywalker, like what was happening behind the scenes during the films. So that was quite cool. And then I also watched the six episodes of Zootropolis Plus, which was hilarious. I've not seen Zootropolis. I can't believe you've missed that one. It's such. I loved that, but there was one episode. When did it come? That out? I was laughing at loads. Oh, quite a few years ago now, but I was laughing at it loads because it was based off like each episode was like some characters from the film, and one there was this, the Real Housewives of Rodentia, which was quite funny as a Housewives fan, um, mm. and then there was one where it had those slow sloths in it, and somebody was trying to get to a gig. A waitress was trying to get Camarera. That a waitress in Spanish, yeah, yeah, neither Duolingo's working. Um, <laughs> and she wants to get to a gig and she's nearly finished. And she turns around, and two sloths are coming in, and it was just 10 minutes of, of a bit of a laugh about oh, that. Okay. So I watched that, I finished The Crown. Um, and I was just saying to my mom, I was just speaking to her, I did enjoy it, but it's not the show it used to be when Claire Foy did it. But I think if I was ranking. I missed you say The Crown then, and I was like, when was Claire Foy in Zootropolis? <laughs> and why is it not the show it used to be? Um, no, I agree there, actually. You're what, not seven episodes five, through or yeah. something? But I agree. I think in order of, like, favourite to least favourite casts, it goes in order of the casts. Yeah, the yeah. The earliest two seasons. Actually, I've best. actually preferred... So if we're talking The Queen, mm. I preferred... Imelda Staunton to Claire Foy. No. No. Um, uh, uh, Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman. I she just didn't quite get the queen for me, but it's, so for me, it's Claire Foy will never be beaten. Yeah. Imelda it feels quite reductive to put them in a lean table, but <laughs> but, but we're going to be re- reductive so, at any point. Why not now? And what I'll do is we'll segue into what we've watched together and then you can take over some of the things you watched without me. So on Tuesday night, we had a date night and we went to see a double bill <laughs> with a pizza hut in the middle, But which is quite funny because the last film was The Menu, which was amazing. And oh, fantastic. I thought it was quite funny that we'd had a pizza hut before because it wasn't exactly like culinary. It's like opposite ends of yeah. the culinary, culinary spectrum. spectrum. Oh! <laughs> um, but... Honestly, like, not just food fans, but I'm loving this genre of kind of eat the rich thing that's happening with White Feels like Lotus. It's everywhere at the it moment. does. It's very, it's very everywhere. I can't yeah. help feeling that it kind of reflects a society. Mood. Yeah, yeah, I do. But it was really good and we absolutely loved it. I think I give it four and a half. Did, a four? Did you give it four and a half, I think, on mm, Letterboxd? Good question. Um, um, I gave it... All the performances were unreal. Yeah, um, four and a half, yeah. Weren't they? Yes. Um, oh, it was just brilliant. I give it four. So I... I really want to use, like, big words, like the restaurant critic who was on that did well but, there is a reason that the restaurant critic was in there and it's precisely her use of unnecessary words. it was just words. really funny satirical yeah. it was the great it was the perfect length i think it was about an hour and 40 and i think if it had gone any longer it would have kind of overstayed its welcome a little bit oh and like the climax from i can't remember which moment i said yesterday the marshmallow yeah but like a little bit before that to 
like ended. the final 15 minutes yeah final yeah. 15 minutes were fantastic yeah for those kind of films you think are they going to pull off the ending yeah and they really and they really did so yeah. i thought taylor joy ralph fines nicholas holt were all just on like top ralph. form interesting is it ralph rafe rafe sorry yeah that's his brother um, but I love the deadpan <laughs> delivery of Hong Chow as Elsa. Oh my god, she was my favourite character. Yeah, she played like the, what would you call her? Um, like the I guess waiter. like a, a mater d. Yeah, that's the phrase. Yeah, that's the word, not the phrase. I wish I could get my words out sometimes. Um, but yes, so we saw that. And then the first film we watched on our double bill date night was Armageddon Time, which has been talked about as kind of a an awardsy type film and it is yeah. the subject matter but for me it didn't quite stick it i think you know it almost feels weird saying a movie with um anthony hopkins in didn't do it for me but it didn't well he did it he all the performances were fine it was just the storytelling of it i me. thought it was a really well made film to be honest but i got the sense that it wasn't a film that you watch to enjoy and i think that was possibly what was missing yeah. It's more like a hmm an education. Yeah. Yeah, like, of like, like the time period. Yeah, yeah. 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 It just um, left me a bit cold. It didn't do what I think it It was semi autobiographical as well, so like there's only so much Yeah. You can really um, I don't know. Mm, I, I don't like know I'm you can. Yeah. 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 So I gave that two and a half, you gave that three and a half. Three and a half, yeah. Um, no, I did enjoy it. Do you want to talk about the other films that you've watched? Oh, well, yes, I do, actually. I've watched, um, at the weekend, I went to visit my best pal, Frankie, who I've mentioned before on this podcast, I believe, Um, because she's at uni in Essex. And uh, we watched The Simpsons movie, which was making me chuckle. Have you seen it before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen it before, and it still made me chuckle, and... We couldn't help but notice that The Simpsons, yet again, has predicted the future in ever more unsettling ways. Why? What was What's in that? Well, it's all about environmental destruction, which I know hasn't, like... Ever gone away. Ever gone away. No. But, it, you know, with climate change being on more and more people's radars nowadays, it's just, like, extra layers. Um, chicken Run. <laughs> A flu! A classic from my childhood. Ned always quotes Chicken Run. I right? absolutely love her. <laughs> it's um stop out for the second one. Well, it's stop frame animation. Stop motion. Is that what they call it? I think so. Stop motion. Stop motion. Stop motion animation. Stop frame animation. I've never heard it be called that. I have. Have you? Why would you call it stop motion? Stop motion animation doesn't make sense. Well, all I know is in school, we used to have this thing on a Wednesday afternoon called Enrichment. We used to pick six oh, weeks. Oh, we did that. Six week cycles. And one thing I did was stop motion animation. Mum used to hate when I brought the programme home at the end of the year because she just knew I was going to pick all the most. She she used to end up actually giving me like a, just... a yearly budget to be like, it's not whitewater rafting, yeah. paintballing every week, Declan. You, you can oh, do you got something. stuff like that? Oh my God, yeah. We yeah. had... Japanese lessons, pantomime, uh, sculpture. That was I think there were one. ones you could do. And we had cryptic crosswords. Like, we didn't get, like, whitewater rafting yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, mum used to just dread when that, that booklet wow. used to come. Well, I remember doing fun. calligraphy, which bored the hell out of me. That's but... one of the things you need patience for. 
Or do I not have any patience, Ned? Uh, it's not one of your qualities. No, it's not. I was just testing. <laughs> I've just typed into Google stop frame animation and stop motion animation. Uh-huh. And both came up and both mean the same thing. Yes. Well, yes. Everyone knows that Chicken Run is one of those films where they film it in little Well, they do now if they didn't before. Anyway, yeah. I just love it. I still love it. I was watching it and I was thinking, God, so much of my personality must have been shaped off this because I haven't watched it so many times as a child. <laughs> So, yeah, I gave it five stars, mostly for the nostalgia factor, but also a lot of craft went into making it, so I feel like it deserves it. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, exciting, that. Yeah. Um, and then I was having loads of trouble on the train home. From London, yeah. Yeah, delays and such. So it took me three and a half hours for a two and a quarter hour train ride when I eventually got on the train. Huh. So I had time to watch RRR. Which is, that is how you say it as well. It's not triple R or r r r r It is r r r which is the so Indian film. Know, that's... Indian film. Yeah. Um, it's set in pre-independence India. Um, and it's really, really good. Like Apparently the action's amazing. Oh, such oh yeah yeah it's i'm almost fantastic. disappointed you watched it on your phone for like i'm disappointed if for i'd seen you. it on a bigger screen yeah it, yeah it was fantastic like it had um loads of musical numbers in there oh really showcasing like is it Indian bollywood dancing. then or I think not so. right i don't know that's one of the things i didn't want to say incorrectly but i think so it gives me that vibe anyway yeah um the action and, like, the combat is so well choreographed. Like, so much goes on. Uh, yeah, it was really, really good. Uh, and the story was enthralling. Um, and you'd think three and a quarter hours would be a slog. Uh, but it didn't... Well, I was about to say... Didn't really lose energy for much of it at all. I'll, um... When I've got a spare 182 minutes, yeah. I'll, um... I'll give it a watch. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. And then a little bit of news, you know, I always like to just put something in. White Go Lotus on. has been renewed for a third season. Of course um, it has. But what I wanted to ask you, King, mm. yeah. is we've seen Hawaii, we've seen Italy. Yeah. Where would you like them to go for Ooh, a third? good question. Because I've got an answer. I can picture it being either Caribbean or Bali. Right. See, I'd love them to go to, like, a ski resort. Yeah. Like, you know, there are some upmarket ones. Yeah, change the season. Yeah. So, yeah, I think... And I'm sure the way it's panning out is they're probably going to always have at least one or two characters from the last season in the next... Like, is... Is Jennifer Coolidge going to be that through line throughout however many seasons they do? Or I can't see her gonna... going to a ski resort. No, that's very true. Unless her husband tries to, like, take her. Maybe. And she hates it, which would be very funny. Yeah. Um, And we are loving White Lotus, and we are hoping to do an episode on it once the final episode ends wow. in a few weeks. Um, Because there's a lot to get in. But this season is very a lot more hornier than the last one. Um. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's move on then, shall we? So, Let's. if you listen to the last episode, you remember that we want, we've want we wanted a while now, for a while now, a bit of a 
a blurb as I introduce this next se- oh. segment. And Ned has done his homework, so... You've set it up. What a time we've had. <laughs> but now it's time it to set- cast our subtly. minds into the future and get excited for what's coming up in the world of film. It's time for trailer, trash or treasure. What have we got this week, Ned? Did you like that as a, I did. As a blurb? Okay, yeah. good. Did well it feel done. good to... It did, yeah. Nice. Well, this week, we've got Elemental, the next Pixar film. Do you want me to say anything else about it? Other than the links in the show notes, as always, if people would like to watch along with us. But let's just watch it, shall we? I don't need to say anything more. See you on the other side of the sparkle. What did you think then? Well, that was very cute, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, it's very... Um, very Pixar. It reminds me a little bit of... So the premise is, I should say first, is all it is is our character that we find out is called Ember is getting on a subway train and we see a lot of the residents of Element Element City. Element City. That's what I think it was called. um, Where everyone is one of four elements. So there's quite a lot of bits to play off. Um, Do you know what I love? All of the like grassy ones... Uh, you know, did you ever as a kid put a load of like I know what's coming. stuff in, in a, a pair tight. of tights yeah. with some seeds and they're all growing out? Yeah. That's what I love. That's what they're like. Yeah. Um, so it's very much a teaser trailer in the sense that it doesn't give much of the plot away. Oh, you've no fine. idea what's going to happen. Other than um, it looks like Wade made of water, lol, and Ember made of fire are probably going to. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say well, Get it on No <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do But they're going to have to do something together In the yeah. film But since one is water and one is fire It's probably going to be a bit challenging Yes Very much so Reminds me a bit of kind of Soul mm. And Inside Out That kind of ilk of, of uh, Pixar films Like looking at things and It's definitely that kind them... of um, Animation style as well Yeah Um but no, it looks really good. I mean, I love every every kind of Pixar film, and I think when Pixar get it right, they they can't be beaten. So, um, oh, bold words. I do think yeah. when Pixar get it right, there's no there's no better films. Inside Out, mm. Up, Toy Story, like, mm. I mean, the list could go on. Really, I even liked ones that people don't like. What good like? Dinosaur. I thought that was so sweet. I've not seen that. Um. So, yeah, that's out as part of next summer's summer blockbuster season in mid-June. Oh, lovely. Yes. Right, shall we move on to our headline feature, which we've... You're not reading off the script. Oh, sorry. Go okay. on. You made me do my homework and then just ignore it. And now for this week's headline feature, which is where we've landed on the title, everybody. Um, it feels like we've been waiting forever for this one. Um and now it's finally arrived. We can't wait to get stuck in. Right after this ad break. Oh, I wouldn't have said ad break then. Are we still on mic? Yeah, but I can cut it out. Say right after this. Now. <laughs> right after this. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. So, Black Panther Wakanda forever. So when we did our fir- one of our first episodes, it was Thor Love and Thunder. And I'm very mindful that I could talk for a long, long time about MCU films. We did go on a bit about Thor, didn't we? Just because I hated it. So, but a lot was, as I said, a lot was riding on this film for me. So I'll do a little synopsis because Ned likes to do synopses. But I've, I'm going to show him what I believe how brief a synopsis should be. Okay. The people of Wakanda fight to protect their home from intervening world powers as they mourn the death of King T'Challa. End of synopsis. Is that your words or did you get that from somewhere? Every word of that is mine. It might be off IMDb. But... I was going to say, I feel like I've read that before. <laughs> <clears throat> but yes. Um... So I think I misunderstood the assignment, not because I don't know what a synopsis is, but because I thought since we were getting into spoilers, giving a breakdown of the plot would give context for what we were going to talk about later in the episode. Oh, so no. if that's not what you meant, then I guess... We'll just do Be a, we'll just do a quick in, introduction <laughs> and then we'll get into it all. So, kind of, I, I never know where to start, do I? But, as I say, went into this with very high expectations because I have struggled with Phase 4. Not necessarily the TV shows. The only ones I absolutely adored, Shang-Chi. Um, Did you I, go in with high expectations or high hopes? Both. Um, because I I really needed this to pull me back into the MCU because I was very disappointed with Thor Um, I was very I wasn't disappointed with Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness but I didn't it didn't live up to the hype I liked it but I've forgotten about it yeah yeah Um, I loved Spider-Man but it felt very much like it was written to kind of serve the fans like bringing those three versions of the character together um 
But I'm very happy to report that I very much enjoyed this film. And I thought, the for how much plot they had to get through, mm. you know, dealing with the death of Chadwick Boseman, which the script was actually written before that, and Ryan Coogler had to go back in and rework everything. You know, filming during COVID restrictions pretty much still. Everything they've had to deal with, and then also pushing the story forward. I thought it totally got the balance right of kind of honouring Chadwick, moving and developing the plot further, but also kind of getting you excited for the future. Mm. Which is one thing that annoys me a little bit about reviewers of the MCU. And I think this... Like, I've seen a little bit of criticism say, all it does is set up the future. That is all the MCU has kind of ever really done. Part of the excitement of what is what's coming next. Yeah, well, isn't that, like, the point of... And isn't that comics as well? Yeah, don't, the don't point comics of comics is to... Run... Tell set... the stories and set up new stories. So I don't think some people get that kind of... That's the point kind of thing. Yeah. Like, don't... I know maybe people would argue that when you adapt a comic for the big screen, it should be for, like well, in a big screen version. I do but... think it's fair enough to expect each film to be a good film or franchise in its own right. I do, yeah. Which, you know, I can get. But that doesn't mean it shouldn't set up for the future. But I don't even think it was like sequel baiting. No. At all. No. Like... You know, they introduced Namor, Namor, who was great. Sexiest MCU Sexy. villain. <laughs> You're not like Thanos and his wrinkly chin. Close second. Yeah, right. Mm. They have had quite fit villains in Black it's Panther, that to be meme. fair. meme. You know the meme? With the willy out the water. No, the Thanos one, where the goat bites the plum, and it's a purple plum. No. And then it's Thanos like, ah. I thought you meant watch out for things in the water and there's like a picture of a shark and then Neymar and then like a willy sticking out of the water. I sent you that one as well. Didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Do you have any kind of general points before we dive in? When I... I've watched it. I've only seen it once. You've seen it twice. I have, yeah. I think it... You know, credits started rolling and it was instantly definitely top five, if not top three of my favourite MCU films. Really? Yeah, it got me. Um, I liked its... Well, just everything around it, like you've mentioned, like dealing with um, and respecting the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. I thought that the story... um, did that really really well really tastefully there was enough in there that it very much felt to have valued his contribution to the mcu but not so much in there that it was um it didn't dwell on it much no, really did it didn't well, like it, it, it didn't, i mean it did but in a really good way it didn't drag it down or like make it somber it felt really emotional and there was a lot of connection in there um, and I think Shuri's arc off the back of that, yeah, was that's what I mean. It very, was like, very good. Like it was a coming of age story for Shuri, which yeah. was needed, I think, in order to kind of develop her future in the MCU. Yeah, um, I really liked its kind of um, the mother daughter dynamic between her and 
is it Ramonda? Yes. Queen Ramonda. Yeah. Who I just absolutely love. Yeah, like, she's fucking mint. Absolutely. <laughs> Again, a standout performance yeah. by um, Angela Bassett. They were all good. But yeah, like, I've literally said, so like, Letitia Wright, Lupita Nyango, Danae Guerrera, yeah. Dominique Thorne has brought in as a new character, Riri Williams slash Ironheart, yeah. Angela Bassett, Tenor Coerta, who played yeah. Nimor. Like, everyone was good. And I felt a bit like you when you can't pick a favourite because there's different reasons why I like different people. Yeah, so, exactly. Like it's Angela Bassett. to choose a favourite because the others did so well in different ways. Like, Angela Bassett gives this powerful performance. So does Letitia Wright. Like, Napita Nyango, she's kind of, like, feeling yeah. what's happened in her own way and gone off to Haiti to deal with all this yeah. kind of thing. Denai Guerrera, as, as a Koye, is, like, that comedic relief that's needed but not which was a really nice kind of shift for her character i think it was funny like yeah. when she said she had the wrong shade of fenty on her head yeah. i thought that was so funny howling it was really good um, um in terms of the story telling i will say i got frustrated by the way that the rivalry between um wakanda and talak Talakan. Thank Tal- you. T- yeah, Talakan. Talakan. Yeah. Wakanda and Talakan became a thing. But then as I was writing that kind of note to touch on, I realised that if they'd all just kind of communicated in a healthy way from the start, there wouldn't have been a story to tell. So Yeah, that's true. It's a, oh, I liked a, the way it was set up. I <laughs> thought it was really... Things, things like that, though, they really frustrate me because they could have just been solved if somebody like rephrased a sentence really early on. And then they wouldn't have Isn't had that to... life. Well, yeah, exactly. But like, it just feels like it's a waste of so many lives that like get killed in battles and shit like that. But then, you know, I remind myself the film kind of, it'd be pointless if you didn't have something like that to make a good story. So yeah. I'll forgive it that. Yeah. Um, I think speaking of Talakan, like I think Ryan Coogler, the director, yeah. is really good at world building. Like, oh, yeah. Both, he yeah. developed Wakanda in this a bit more than what we've seen so oh, far. Wakanda just looks like the coolest place on It is on cool, Earth. yeah. Like, oh, and no then doubt. To kind of go off Talakan was really cool, and I loved that scene where Shuri was gliding through and, like, discovering in this that, underwater... Like, yeah, in underwater place. And I know, just that took me to... Little Mermaid. Yeah. I felt very like, um, look at this place, isn't it me? That yeah, one. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cute. Um, and what I found, do you know a little bit anything about Namor? Is it, do they say Namor, Namor in the film? I keep forgetting He it. says Namor, but all say... the Wakandans and the Americans say Namor. Right, so it doesn't really matter. So or it should be Namor. Say whatever you want. I like, I, liked, I like the origin of his name. Yes, yeah, so did yeah. I. No love. Cinnamon. Yeah. Um, I liked the creative decision they made because in the comics, he's one of the oldest Marvel characters. I think he was originally maybe written in the 60s. Oldest as in like he's been he was around. created first created or oldest first. as in like his age is like ancient. The, your first point. Right. And in the comics, it was Atlantis. I got Atlantis yeah. vibes and I but thought, the, I bet in the comics this was Atlantis. But they took the creative decision to think that that could be either it's really being done a lot or... Which it has. It's a little bit problematic. I don't know why. I don't know. But I just think 
Well, because of his, I don't know, or I just think the way they've, yeah. they've blended in the the Mayan history. To, that, yeah, to, it was really nice was really... to be taken to South America. Mm. And that's another and thing, real world locations in filming, like none of this... It's the same with Andor at the minute. Like the volume. we're not in the volume constantly because you could just tell on Thor: Love and Thunder that, like, and I know it's set in space, so it's not going to look real, obviously. But it didn't look real either. And like this, when they were stood on the beach in Haiti or yeah. wherever, I was like, "Thank God they've actually gone somewhere." Well, um, and I know it must be if, hard for them to keep plot points secret as well, but like, but if films are like. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Basically, why are films not as good in the volume? I know the answer, because they're just not. So why would they even make the volume? No, it depends how it's used. So, oh, is it? like, to me, The Mandalorian, and very much Obi-Wan Kenobi, it was like you could almost see the volume, because mm. they didn't make the sets around the volume look... Like the have we ever like... explained to the listeners what the volume is? Just so the in volume case there is new technology know. where it's not green screen; it's actually all LED lights. So the way the 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 hope is, and it does work, that you can always tell when something's on green screen because the the light on the characters' faces, the way it interacts with the costume, is always a bit off. But obviously, if it's an actual screen, yeah. it'll give the real representation. So, but like Obi Wan looked like it was on a stage at, at loads of parts, but this. I'm sure it probably did use the volume in parts, but they got out and did it. Um, and I just think, like, the Batman used the volume, but you couldn't tell. Ah, okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So if it's done well... So it's a skill. So on the, the Batman, a lot of the scenes where they were stood on the balcony where he shone the bat signal, but yeah. that was all on the volume. Yeah. Couldn't really, couldn't really tell. No, I suppose I don't really look for it, though. No, I, but I love the craft of yeah. films. And, not that you don't. But, that's but... What, that, I think this is the difference in our taste in that I like low-budget craft where I can see it all. And, like, I can tell what is an effect. Oh, no. No, no. Like, you you'll, like never not, you'll never not be able to... Your brain will never be able to think, I know that's real, because obviously it's not. But, like, to me... June. Well, that's the art is... of suspending disbelief. No, but like June was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. You couldn't really tell what was effects, what wasn't, no. all that kind of stuff. And there was yeah. a lot of practical stuff built in there. Whereas this, then this was similar. Yeah. There were scenes where you thought, well, that's definitely a big screen behind them. You know, like some of the battles in Wakanda. Mm. But no, I liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, talking about the Talacans, I thought they were really quite scary and unnerving as well like that first time when they first show up on to that navy seal boat yeah quite menacing like you know quite not scary but effective in what they were trying to do yeah. and i adored how they weaponized water oh, thought that was cool. so cool like those what water did you think bombs. about the water in this film talking of suspending disbelief i had to do a little bit of that because it's very weird to see somebody who appears human in water mm. and the way they did it, like how he could just speak. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't really make sense. But I mean, it made sense in the context of the story, though. Why? What did you? Why, why did you ask me that? What did well, you think of water? Because 
remembering just how impressed we were with the water in Avatar Way of Water trailer. Oh, it's not on that level. wondered if we'd been spoiled by it. And I think the answer based on that reaction is yes. I know you've not seen Aquaman, but it was more on the Aquaman level. Like, they could almost... They're not in water when they film it, I don't think. For a lot. Yeah. Whereas Avatar, I know they've filmed a lot of it underwater. Uh, Kate Winslet learned to hold her breath for something like 17 minutes or something mad like that. So Is that possible? Let me go. 17 minutes? She did. That doesn't sound real. I'll find that out. Keep talking. Okay. Well, um... Oh. Did you notice they colour-coded the subtitles? No. So the Wakandans, I think, had yellow subtitles when they were speaking Wakandan. And the Talakan... Talakans? I don't know how you would say it. Anyway, when they were speaking Talakan, they had blue subtitles. I liked how they... Um, when they introduced a net, like when a new location appeared, mm. the font was in like Mayan, maybe first. In like local. Yeah. yeah. And then it changed. And I thought, yeah, that's, that's about right because it is bloody, like that's that. where it's set. She learned, sorry, go back to that. She could hold her breath for seven minutes during the filming of Avatar yeah. 2. That sounds more plausible. Oh, could you do that? Like, <laughs> well, no, but it's not 17 minutes, it was like, is it? Easy. Um, yeah. So. There was lots... I've, I've got lost track now. Got lost track. Got lost track. Um, oh, one thing I did like, and it reminded me a bit of The Crown at the minute, mm-hmm. quite early on in the film, um, Shuri says something along the lines of, um, I didn't save... I saved my brother. I didn't save, like, the institution. And it reminded me of, like, them being yeah, stuck I in... saved the person, not the monarch. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I was like, oh, that's a bit yeah. similar to what, the like, the crown kind of stuff is. Yeah. Um, there was a really cool shot, which, as somebody who wanted to be a marine biologist and used to love SeaWorld, this was pre-Blackfish, everyone, don't cancel me. When they did that orca tail flip and flung loads of the telecoms oh, at that ship at the end, cool. I was like, yeah. that... Was cool. I thought, um, yeah, that that battle, that kind of climax, was sick. Yeah, loads going on, and people complain that every Marvel film like descends into CGI chaos, chaos battle at the end. But like, <laughs> if it's done well, what do you expect? It's a superhero film. It's not going to go out in like a really yeah. grounded, low key, not low key low key yeah. way like it's gonna be but if it if the story's been there i don't see the issue like nobody complains about portals at the end of endgame because that was phenomenal portals when they all come through the portals oh uh, yeah yeah i haven't heard anyone say oh that was all same yet like as long as it's there and it's you know embedded well, in the story well i suppose the difference is endgame was what 15 films ago so maybe people are a bit like I've seen it lots of times now. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, I don't. You always know what you're getting in for in an MCU film. And that's what I wanted, because I like that they're trying to do things differently with this phase. But I almost want that familiarity. I want that Marvel logo to go up at the beginning, which I will mention that was different this time. Um, I want that logo to go up, and I want to know what I'm going to 
I'm almost going to get, like no, the it, Marvel brand. It kind of reminds me of when Doctor Who got new writers and they stopped following the Doctor Who formula for a while and it just went so off the rails that it lost its Doctor Who charm in many people's opinions. Yeah. And um, then it kind of brought it kind of brought it back. You kind of knew what you were getting in for with an episode of Doctor Who. And that's what I feel like keeping that on track for the MCU at least allows it to get more and more complex without alienating too many people. Yeah. But like speaking of the MCU as a whole, I... I've, I've always thought this, and every time I see more of these films, there's a side to the MCU that I like better. And for me, it's more of these, like... I mean, it's it almost feels daft to call this grounded. But I like the more Earth-dwelling side of the MCU. Rather I like than the all the cosmic stuff. geopolitics yeah, of it. And yeah. I worry that this phase will leave me a bit cold because we're currently in the multiverse saga. And that's obviously not going to be like grounded because how can it be it's all going to be a bit cosmicy and timey and all that stuff i suppose it all but, lies in how they choose to use the multiverse yeah well i like i just like the put the poli- the way politics interact with it yeah. as well. like i loved in the in the infinity saga like when civil war where some of them said we can't fight as superheroes anymore and there was teams and all mm. that kind of real world stuff um but yeah, I do. I do like this more political side and the more kind of earth dwelling side. Um, yeah. But I know they've got to switch these things up, and yeah. obviously next ones, Ant Man and the Wasp, which is going to be very timey wimey quantum mania thing. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, but I thought this ends phase four in a on a high. I think I know what's coming with this more grounded earth dwelling side of the mcu do you want to know well i feel like you're gonna tell me um like some kind of war to do with vibranium yeah and i think it's probably going to involve captain america 4 which is coming and the thunderbolts which is also coming i thought there was already four captain americas no, no. first avenger winter soldier civil, civil war. war yeah oh yeah there's been Cap, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was a little bit Captain America. I won't. Well, I can't spoil Captain it. Captain America. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can spoil it because we spoil everything. I think that's the point of the podcast. But obviously, um, I think that might be the only. You've not seen the end. MCU TV show that I've not seen. Yeah. I only watched one episode, and I, I can't remember his name, but it. he becomes Black Panther. Yeah. Not Winter Soldier. Falcon. Falcon. <laughs> in the title, mm. uh, he becomes Captain America. So. Um, and yeah, Thunderbolts with kind of Florence Pugh and all these kind of earth-dwelling people. Yeah. Um, there's so much to talk about. I will say, I a couple of my friends have said I can't believe, and this is a big spoiler, but I know we do want, that they killed Ramonda, Angela Bassett's character. But I really like that they did. Not because I don't <laughs> love the character, because I do, but it gave it some like stakes like it was like oh Oh, my god they've killed like shuri is now lost her brother and her mom yeah she died saving riri williams yeah and it's just like it just 
you know, with these comic book films, nobody really dies. Not one of a main, like a main character anywhere. Yeah, it took them ages to kill any of the original. Like Loki died, what, three times, but came back every time. And then... Captain America died and came back at one point. He got in the ice. Well, he is kind of... He's not dead, he's he's old now, isn't he? Where we're at now, Chris Evans' version. Oh, has he not died yet? Well, he went back in time and yeah, then he no, got I old. Yeah, I just thought he died. I think people seem to think he still exists. Right, but, okay. And then obviously yeah. Iron Man died. Yeah. Um, but like they snapped half the world and they all came back. Yeah. And I know that again, that is very much like comic books. Like the character dies and then they'll just start a new iteration of the character. Yeah. Um, Part but... of me just feels like, you know, sometimes if, you've, if you're quite good at your job, but you know you need to go off and do something else, like if you go off to uni or something... And your boss is like, oh, well, there's space for you when you come back. That's what it feels like when they don't kill a character. Well, I think we're going to get a lot of these characters back. Yeah. When the multiverse saga climaxes with Secret Wars, because that whole storyline is multiple versions of characters all battling each other. God, that's going to get completely confusing. I think they'll do it well. Mm. But you know, like how variants have been introduced with Loki... Yeah. We met a variant of Kang who isn't the variant of Kang that we're going to probably meet in Ant-Man. Yeah. So there's different versions of people. Have we had any more variants? I feel like we have. Oh, people keep saying Doctor the word Strange. variant. We had about four or five different versions in Multiverse of Madness. Well, and I suppose Spider-Man, does that count? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, literally I'm forgetting so many. We had a different version of yeah. um, Captain Marvel. We had a different version of... Yeah. We had Professor X, for God's sake. He came back. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's going to start being a thing. Um. Obviously, this podcast is called Gaze on Film, so I will now bring the tone down a little bit with a little bit of disappointment. And y'all look at me, you probably didn't even clock that there were queer characters in this film. Michaela Cole... And Florence Kasumba, both members of the Dora Milaje, mm. who get in those new outfits, are in a relationship. Yeah. It's a very much blink and you'll miss it kind of moment that they have. Oh, it's not in it until the last two minutes. And don't they just give each other a look or kiss Isn't it a, somebody a kiss, kiss on, on the, the forehead. forehead? I mean, like, if you're going to do it, like, this film... Due to that moment, yeah. I think got banned in this some places. So if you're gonna do it, you do may it as well properly. do it. Like if they're gonna glance at each other, it's gonna get yeah taken away. So like, just go for it. What's the yeah. point? But I think they're probably bothered about isolating conservative middle America as well. But this I know is, you don't know. have to make such a big deal out of having queer characters. They just exist in the different universes and it is part of the different characters' storylines. It doesn't have to be like like what conservative middle America hate about the queers. It doesn't have to all be rainbows and unicorns and glitter out of everyone's asses. Yeah, I know. I'm finding queerness at the minute a little bit my own queerness, this is getting deep and a bit off topic, but everything that's happening with the World Cup and a lot of the debate that's going on. People are saying, well, respect their laws in Qatar, as we would expect Qataris to, ex- to human respect. Human rights abuses are human rights abuses. I know, you I know, know but I, mean? like, I think a little bit of internalised homophobia creeps up, and I kind yeah. of think, well, 
that is their law over there. Yeah. And I do actually believe that Qatar has been unfairly, in some respects, trapped because of it being an Arab country. I think yeah, there's no, a bit I of that that's coming into it. But It would be naive to think that the debate is completely free of any racial bias yeah. uh, or religious um, bias. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot, like, I know that they, they all don't but, equate, but like this with Black Panther and a few films of late that have like, oh, we've got gay characters. Oh, no, actually, it's a blink and you'll miss it moment. Oh, everyone's debating LGBT rights in freaking Qatar. We've had a shooting in America and another gay club. It, it There's just a lot kind of going on and i think it's just it's just a lot isn't yeah, it it is just like it, yeah and when you were so invested in a franchise you just want it to represent properly because when these things happen mm. around the world there's a lot at stake here it's yeah. not just a gay character it's the whole of society being it's um, holding a mirror up to bigotry yeah and challenging people's perspectives. Yeah. And that's the only way society will change. And people surely. fail to see that the only inevitability in life is change. Yeah. And if you don't embrace that change or at least try to understand it, history will look at you on the, as being on the wrong side of it. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. But that's just my it. two cents. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, shall we? How long have we been going? 47 minutes. Let's kind of think to wrap up then, shall we? So mm. I think phase four ends on a high. That is phase four done now. We're oh, now it? into phase five ah. for the next one. Um, Love the fashions. Do you think that we'll see Namor back in like alliance with Wakanda in Absolutely, the future? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I, I like that they didn't that kill him. That up. I don't... I always get, I know, again, this is the way these films go, but I almost get a bit tetchy when it's like they're a really good villain, but they're only there for one. And then they're done. Yeah, it doesn't stand up to reason that all of the good guys never die and all of the villains die. Every single villain is just one film and out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like a bit of character development in the bad guys. Yeah, and he's a mutant as well. So, like, and obviously they're being teased and coming. Um, I think he's a different mutant to kind of the typical when you think of x-men mutants though but well, i think this talk of mutants i was the first mutant yeah is like a line in the film yeah so i think oh that's one thing we wanted to discuss the marvel studios logo at the beginning and i think that would be a really good one to like end on all right okay well i'm not going to end then okay um soundtrack really cool yeah um I didn't quite... So when the first film came out, Ludwig Göransson's kind of drums, all the drums and everything that's in it, mm. like the score, I think it was really new. So I feel like that novelty had almost worn off a little bit, but I liked how it brought in kind of R&B songs into parts of it. And like it was almost kind of like what the film is, I guess, like a celebration of black culture. Yeah. Um, so I did like that, or I will say, I didn't even really clock, even though I'd read about it and seen the hype that Rihanna had a song at, at the credits. Like, well, I quite enjoyed that when it came out. I didn't on. even I really like, oh, notice this it. Is nice. I think I was too sad yeah. about the post credit scene because 
I thought yeah. that was very quite sad. Yeah. And he was really cute. Yeah. They're clearly setting up some kind of young Avengers as well because we've got quite a lot of youngsters in. I've heard whispers of that coming for quite some time. So, yeah. Yeah. You never know. Like, because we've got the framework of the comics, so everyone kind of thinks they know where it's going, but yeah. obviously they don't do a direct adaption of adaptation i always get that wrong and i thought that was right this time <laughs> adaptation of kind of everything but he was really sweet he's called t'challa as well um you know and like oh. ending that arc of like That's shuri really burning that funeral uh clothes eventually yeah. like a mum did earlier on in the film yeah um yeah Does that the... was a message that i quite liked it touching on as well like the importance of ritual whether you believe in the spiritual world or have a spiritual identity yourself, yeah, ritual like serves a purpose as a human. Yeah, you're right. Regardless think, of what yeah. how spiritual it is, people need. Yeah, and I think a lot of what goes on, closure. like getting a bit like meta, <laughs> wrong word here, but a lot of what goes wrong in the world is because um, we. We've lost a sense of, like, ritual identity as people, I think. Or a lot of people have. And so there's nothing to, like, fill that void. And you end up just with problems. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Mm. So, yeah, let's end it with the... At the start, then. Yeah. In my first screening, in the second one, annoyingly, there was some annoying children in it. But in the first screening on the IMAX... When that Marvel Studios logo went up and there was not a bit of sound, Silence. It was, you could hear a pin drop. And oh. obviously they changed the graphics so it was showing all of it was Chadwick Boseman. Everything was Chadwick Boseman. And I was like, oh, right, we're in for it here. Ah, and it was, yeah. Tugged on the heartstrings a bit then. And then it went straight in. It was at the funeral scene first, wasn't it? We I had think. a bit before the, the logo yeah. went up, I think, because we always do, but yeah. I can't remember what. I think it went instantly into the funeral, if I remember correctly. And it was just a really No, nice I know what happened. Up. The first scene is Shuri trying to uh, build the the plant to bring him back to life. Oh. And then I think it cuts to the Marvel Studios logo, and then we get the funeral. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, well, yeah. whatever we got yeah. it, it was very effective. Yeah. And talking of me saying, like, normally when that Marvel fanfare kicks in and you see the logo and you know what you're strapping yourself in for mm. the fact that they kind of used that as kind of a set in the tone i thought was very clever yeah. um very excited about the future though it's i remember when i heard the news that he died i'd read i remember reading the sky news notification and i thought star of black Panther. like i was like oh that must be an old version of black panther not like yeah. the one we only saw two years ago yeah um but it's incredibly sad that he died and was hiding this cancer when he was filming a lot of the of these films and it just yeah but onwards i guess are we done mm-hmm. oh it's me it's you you <laughs> waited, waited to for tell you me to off do for it. doing it wrong so i was giving you the well that's all for this time <laughs> <laughs> If you have enjoyed this episode of Gaze on Film, please subscribe, rate and comment on your podcast platform of choice. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at Gaze on Film Pod. We'd love to hear your thoughts. 
Especially on this one. And especially because we probably haven't covered everything, but we'd be sat here for hours if we needed to do everything. Honestly, but, so anything yeah. that you were crying out for us to talk about, Let's just drop debate. us a message. Yes. I have been Ned. And I have been Declan. And this has been Gaze on Film. Thanks for listening. Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.